What if everything you thought of health and wellness suddenly changed due to a hidden breathing problem that you were unaware of that affects every system in your body? Improper breathing habits are often overlooked in medicine. I'm Dr. Jenny from the Hobson Institute and this is The Breathing Lab. Hello, I am here with Dr. Mariano Racabado at the Racabado Institute in Santiago, Chile, Los Dominicos. Dr. Mariano Racabado is head and neck physical therapy expert. He's a researcher, a writer, even the dean of a university here in, in Chile. And I'm here with him this January 2019 to interview him for a few questions that I have that you might be interested in. Dr. Racabado, could you share with us what are the head and neck craniomandibular issues that you see mostly in your daily clinic with children? Well, that's a very interesting question. First of all, because I think we have neglected, in a way, issues that are related to growth and development in pediatrics that are actually seen later on in the future as probably what is incriminating or creating a possible abnormal relationship between the cranium, the mandible, and the cervical spine. Probably uh, what we see the most are airway issues in pediatrics, uh, superior airway uh, obstructions that leads to a, an abnormal position of the head and the neck, especially in a lateral view, you can see that they usually adopt the position of posterior rotation of the cranium with a forward position of the head, but with a retracted mandible. So you see retroinclined profiles very often in pediatrics as a one of the main issues that we see with airway. The other problem that we see in pediatrics is uh, asymmetries, craniofacial asymmetries related to maybe one orbit high and one uh, corner of the lip high. That is what we call a high-high relationship of asymmetry, which is a typical craniovertebral joint abnormal alignment. That will create in the future changes in how the maxilla relates to the mandible. We see crossbites, severe class two cases, many issues in relationship to that, that at the end end up with an abnormal positions of the condyles of the mandible in an abnormal temporal fossa position. So we see the changes of the fossa in a not a balanced position with the condyles of the mandible. And that will create abnormal patterns of growth and development. Now, what are the issues you see with adults that have head and neck craniomandibular issues? Well, basically, it's, a, it's just a continuation of what happens in pediatrics that are not seen early enough, and then in the future, they will relate in static positions of the craniovertebral joints, sometimes side-bended, sometimes side-bended and rotated, and they will continue with the issue of asymmetries of the face. Mandibular deviation, as I said, cross bites, open bites, severe class two again, abnormal positions of the fossa of the temporal bone in relationship to the condyle of the mandible, and that eventually will change also the patterns of movements of the mandible. We see deviations, limitations of function, and what's very, very common is to see the progression of intrajoint degeneration, changes of condylar uh, sizes, volume, uh, changes of the uh, surfaces of the condyle. We see osteophytes formation, sclerosis of the condylar bone, and later on it will continue to uh, cause further degeneration and asymmetries. 
And of course, pain will be part of, of the problem, craniofacial pain and temporomandibular joint pain. How important is the position of the tongue for breathing and posture during growth and development? Well, the rest position of the, man, of the tongue is probably one of the most uh, common issues in this area. We see a rest position of the tongue that is very low, sometimes it's low and back, and that will create also middle airway issues. Uh, the tongue position at rest is also in relationship to rest position of the mandible. So people that doesn't have a normal position of the tongue at rest will uh, tend to have more clenching and probably also more grindings in the teeth. And that overloads the temporomandibular joint that in the future will create probably also a pattern of uh, degeneration and changes of shape. How important is it to work with a physical therapist that understands the head and neck posture and curves of the spine? Well, this is something that is mandatory. Uh, orthopedic manual therapists know how to handle synovial temporomandibular joints. And all the joints related to the cranial and the cervical spine are also synovial joints. So it's a common pattern of how you should uh, realign situations at the level of the cranial joints for headaches and facial pain, realign the lower cervical spine uh, cervical curvatures to prevent the generation of intervertebral disc and also giving you neck symptoms that could be also related to uh, neck and arm pain. So physical therapists be responsible in trying to realign this situation to maintain normal rest position and to prevent degenerative process from progressing because of overloading. How important is it to work with a dentist that understands the proper position of the head and neck with occlusion involved as well? Well, this is what we call a, a tricentric relation. We have a craniovertebral alignment to, be, to consider we have a craniomandibular alignment to consider, and finally, how the teeth should relate to each other to maintain a stable position of both craniomandibular and craniovertebral. So occlusion is extremely important to finish in a stable position, but has to be an occlusion at rest. It, I mean, you can have perfectly aligned teeth, perfectly related teeth, but if the teeth are always constantly overloading and creating increased muscle activity, that is loss of rest position. So the key factor at the end is a normal aligned occlusal relationship. Lastly, what is your advice for any age to keep a healthy head, neck, and body? Well, this is, has to be a, a total body well-being system. It's like uh, doing a training for sports medicine. I mean, you need to have all your joints aligned to distribute the forces equally avoid the overloading with glide that in the future overloading with glide means wear and tear. So posture is important, but you also have to go with normal glidings of the facet joints of any joints that is involved on the system and to maintain the normal rest positions of the groups of muscles that will be related to the different functions. So you need good alignment. Thank you, Dr. Rakabato. Thank you for allowing me to take this interview and for me to come every January to visit <laughs> you. You've been an amazing mentor and I appreciate all that you've learned, I've, you've taught me. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you for doing this interview because I think it's extremely important that dentists and 
orthopedic manual therapists work together to be able to maintain happy patients and prevent degeneration and intercept degeneration in pediatric and adolescents. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Breathing Lab with Dr. Jenny.